Thank you for listening to this message from Tree of Life Church. Our prayer is that it will be a blessing to you and that you will find it helpful for life. So open up your heart to receive God's word for you. Encounter Sunday. So we switch things up a little bit. At the end, we go back into some worship and ministry. It's important not to get into just a Sunday morning routine. I got to tell you, it makes me a little nervous on the Sunday morning with all the kids and family in here. What do you share that really you feel will connect with everybody? And I just really feel God dropped something in my heart as we're looking, not just to connect as a family, but we're looking to move into this next year. So we're looking ahead to 2019, and there's this transitional moment that we find ourselves in. Some of us are thankful for it. We've been looking for it. If I could just get to the end of the year, just the new year. Uh, Some of us are dreading it because either we don't know what's going to happen next year or maybe some things, some obstacles we know, anticipate will be in the way. And I've been just spending some time in this uh, book, um, book of Mark. And so if you'll open that up for me, Mark 16. And uh, uh, the funny thing is, it is is really a resurrection story. And so it's really one that we might study at Easter, but I think it's a powerful transitional moment as Jesus has walked the earth for three years, three and a half years, done massive miracles and, and teaching and done great things. And now he has gone to the cross, he's gone to the grave, he's resurrected and he's transitioning his ministry to everybody else or Christ followers. And so there's this, there's this moment that his followers are wrestling with what's next. What do I do? Things aren't working out the way that I thought or it's a different picture than what I anticipated. And I really think it's a powerful transitional story. Absolutely a resurrection story, which is transitioning into new life. Amen. And so I want to share with you a few things quickly this morning on this whole transitional place that we find ourselves in. In fact, let's start by reading in Mark 16, 1 through 8. It says, when the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salome bought spices that they might go anoint Jesus' body, who'd been in the grave for three days. Very early on the first day of the week, just after sunrise, they were on their way to the tomb, and they asked each other, and this is so funny, because you can imagine, it's not really a, probably a whole lot of conversation going on, because they're headed to the tomb where their broken dreams were, where their disappointment perhaps in life, because they had greater expectation than what life was showing them now, because they anticipated seeing Jesus lying there. So I can't imagine the courage even that it took these three ladies to get up early and go to a place and do what they needed to do in the midst of their disappointment and heartbreak. And a conversation pops up on the way and it says, hey, wait a minute, the three ladies, hey, wait a minute, who's gonna roll that big stone away? Because you remember, they, they put a big stone in the way in front of the grave. And I don't, Mary, do you, did you get anybody? I didn't get anybody. Did you get anybody? I didn't. Salome, we brought you to move this. I can't move that stone. I mean, what are we going to do? And I think that's so powerful because here we are on our journey in life. And we come to these transitional moments. And then all of a sudden, we're, we're, we're faced with obstacles. Or, or we're like, what is that going to look like in 2019? And what I thought this was going to happen this way. And we, we, if we're not careful, we find this moment where how are we going to do this? And who's going to help us do that? And I don't want it to be the way it's always been. And if it's going to be different, things have to change. I don't even know how to begin change. I don't even know where to begin change. Sometimes it just takes all the courage you have just to get up and move forward, doesn't it? And I want to encourage you this morning. Hey, this is a move forward time. This is a getting up and move forward time, no matter what the obstacles may be in your life. And so they're contemplating this question, how are we going to do what we came to do? I mean, it was just enough for us to get dressed today and head this way and gather the resources that we needed just to do something in the midst of our disappointment and heartbreak. And now all of a sudden, here's another obstacle. Can you imagine the disappointment there must have been in a greater measure? And it goes on to say this. It says, but when, aren't you glad God is a but when God? <laughs> but when they looked up, aren't you glad that you don't have to live your life no matter what's happening with your head hanging down? It doesn't matter what 2018 was looking like. Look up. 
But when you look up, you see God at work. You can't see him when you have allowed the circumstances and the disappointment of life to keep your head down, to weigh you down, and you just get caught up in the, I can't do this, who's going to do that thing? But when they looked up, they saw that the stone had been moved away. And I love Mark's little detail here, which, by the way, was very large. <laughs> go, if you guys could go back to that for just a second. But when they looked up, the stone had moved away, which was very large, and it had been rolled away. Here's what I want you to know this morning. I don't know what 2018 held for you. It may have been your best year ever, but guess what? You're in a transitional moment still. It can be even better. It may have been your worst year. It may have been full of disappointment, and now you're looking ahead to a new year, and you have your family with you, and what are we going to do moving into this new year? Can I tell you, look up. Because here's what I know about your God. God is working on your behalf. God has already gone before you. And before they even got to the place that they were headed, God had already taken care of it. He had moved the stone away. The thing that they thought was an obstacle, they got all the courage they could muster. And they got out of bed and they got their friends with them. And they said, I don't know how we're going to do this, but we're going to keep going. Maybe when they realize that no one in their party could move that stone, they should have just, well, there's no point in us going. We should just go back home. Maybe when you can't figure out how you're going to get this done this year, maybe when you figure out there's no way because things have not changed, maybe when you find yourself at that place, the enemy's trying to get you to quit and give up. But God, if you know our God, but when you look up, God goes before you and he removes the obstacles. He takes away those things. You just got to get up and go, what are you going to do for 20, going in 2019? Get up and get dressed and don't hang your head. And you may have had the most disappointing year of your life, but look up because God is a faithful God. And those things which you call obstacles are really opportunities for him to show you how much he loves you. <clears throat> I love that about God. Keep walking. Keep walking. Verse 5 says this. As they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe sitting on the right side, and they were alarmed. Don't be alarmed, he said. You're looking for Jesus uh, Jesus the Nazarene, who was crucified. He has risen. He's not here. See the place where they laid him. But go tell his disciples and Peter. We'll get back in a second. I love that. He's going ahead of you. Listen to this next thing. He's going ahead of you. Jesus is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you'll see him just as he told you. Trembling and bewildered, the women went out and fled from the tomb when they said nothing to anyone because they were afraid. Maybe and you're moving forward into 2019, maybe that just described you, the, the condition, the emotions that you're wrestling with. Other translations say they were astounded. Others say they were confused. Others said they had joy. Others said they were sad and sorrowful. Maybe you find yourself in this moment. I think it's interesting that really Mark ends his account, the book of Mark, on verse 8. Now, some of your Bibles will say, depending on your translation, that things were added. Verses 9 through 20 were added at a later time. But Mark just all of a sudden just kind of anticlimactically ends. The tomb was empty and they were afraid. And then it goes on. Maybe I just described 2018 for you. I don't know. But just to put it in words, listen, 2018 is over and I was afraid. I was confused. I was astounded. I didn't know what was going on and I have no idea what's in front of me. But here's what I love about God. He's a but when God. 
But when you look up, you know God's gone before you. When you look up, you see that. Matthew shows us another detail that Mark leaves out in Matthew 28, 1 and 2. He says this, after Sabbath at dawn on the first day of each week, or of the week rather, Mary Magdalene, the other Mary, went to look at the tomb. There was a violent earthquake for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven, going to the tomb, uh, and going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. Uh, Both translations or different translations say at dawn or at sunrise. So you can imagine Mary and her companions getting up. The light's probably not even going on and it's kind of dark in the midst of darkness they're walking on the way and verse 20 Matthew 28 says while they were on the way God did something amazing you know if you're waiting for God to do something he's waiting for you to do something so I don't know don't be afraid of 2019 do something and give God the opportunity to work. Just roll your sleeves up and do something this next year. Get your family dressed, get them to church, go to work, do what you're gonna do, keep your head up because here's what happens. While you're walking, he's working. See, because we're people of faith after all. And we need to finish with great faith. We need to just get dressed and go forward. And listen, 2019 is going to take faith for you to walk into this. But listen, while you're walking, he's working. And I love that. They couldn't see. It was dark all around them. They had no idea what was going on. But while they were walking, God was working. I just was thinking about that. And I wonder what that might look like in my life. I have all these things on me, these Fears and wonders and hopes and dreams and all things. And I'm walking inside. What's, what's 2019 going to be like? I don't know. And there's sometimes things inside of me could keep me not wanting to step out, not wanting to take a risk. But can I tell you, it's when you're walking that God is working. It's when you're moving that God is moving. Your miracle happens when you're moving forward and God moves. And I wonder, like, in me, what is this going to look like? I want to lead my family and we lead this church. And, I, and my tendency would be to stay and wait to see something happen. But it's dark all around me. I can't really clearly see. But God says, while you're walking, I'm working. While you're walking, I'm working. And I wonder what this must be like. So I think about that in our own lives. And honey, could you come up here? Because we're all family in here, right? So I don't know what your year may have looked like, and it could have been a better year in marriage. I don't know. It seems like we've drifted apart, perhaps. I don't know. Maybe the struggles. I don't know. I've been mean. I don't know what's happening. Can I tell you, while you're walking, he's working. Don't quit and give up on that relationship. Don't quit up and give up on your spouse. I don't know what 2019 is going to look like in my, in my marriage. I don't either, but I know whatever the obstacles are there. If you're walking, he's working. Yes. Keep your head up. He's working in your marriage if you'll walk. If you'll walk together, don't quit, don't give up. I don't know about my family. I mean, there's hopes and dreams for our family. We just, I don't know what that looks like. Uh, Girls, could you come here, please? Good things after Christmas, because I got my (laughs) gift already. So I wouldn't get one after today. I don't know what for my family this year. Can I tell you, it's been a tough 18 and 19. I'm not saying this is the case, but I'm painting a scenario. Eighteen, nineteen. It's, it's like, we're, what's going on? It seems like there's attitudes. It doesn't seem like we're really getting together. But can I tell you, while you're walking, you're working. Walk together, family. Come together, family. Walk in a 2019 together, family. Don't walk alone. Walk with your family. I don't know. I don't know. We need, we need another car because I have two kids at work now. We need another way to get around. How are we going to do this? I don't know. But while we're walking, he's working. I don't know, family. Let's keep our head up because he's working. I don't know. What about... You're supposed to be walking with us. That's my whole illustration. I thought you were coming back for us. No, no, we're all together here. So what about this? Hey, you know what, honey? I just, come on, guys. I just lost. 
I just, I just lost my job. I don't know how we're going to make ends meet. You know what, honey? It's okay because while we're walking, he's working. While we're walking, he's working. I don't know what's going to happen, but I know while you're walking together, he's working in and through you. Thanks, guys. You can sit down. Okay. My wife fixed. Thank you. <clears throat> let, me, let, me, let me say this. That's great for a married couple and whatever it looks like. You're, the, the tomb may look like your 2018 marriage, but while you're walking, he's working. He can remove the obstacles in the darkest of time. You can't see it, but he's working. Your family, your kids, you may feel a distance. You may feel a disconnect. It may feel like strife every single day where you can't, you can't even take it anymore. Can I tell you, in the midst of that darkness, while you're, walk, while you're walking, he's working. He's working. Just get dressed, those three ladies. It doesn't matter. Heartbreak and disappointment before him. Get dressed and use what you have, because while you're walking, he's working. I don't know what else that might look like for you, but... I'm going to embarrass some other people. Michaela, you sit in the front row. You'll never do it again. Probably come here. This is my uh, other daughter, Michaela. And so, Michaela, you know what? As your pastor, as a friend, as for an example in this church, I know your first, could you walk with me? I know your first semester of college was tough. You're away from home. It was hard. But while you're walking, God's working. I know that you were lonely. But while you're walking, God's working. I know that you blew your knee out in soccer, got a soccer scholarship. And playing, you blew your knee out. If there couldn't have been any more frustration when that happened, but while you're walking, God's working. God's working out for things in your life. Keep your head lifted up, and God will work. Don't quit. He'll remove those obstacles. I love you. Jaime, my friend. You guys, there's so many people on your row, you have to squeeze together. Come here, Jaime. My brother, Jaime. Still my friend? Yes. Okay, good. Amen. Jaime, I know that you had a, a machine break for your work, and you had to work extra, and you had to miss a Sunday or two because you're working. But can I tell you, keep walking, because while you're walking, God's working. I, I know that you knew that I don't know how I'm going to get this done in time, this job, and things are dependent upon me, but while you're walking, he's working. Keep your head up, Jaime, because while you're walking, he's working. He's a good God. Amen. Come here, Dave. This is for you. This is for you. So I know you guys stepped out in faith. I know your wife started a new business. But while you're walking, he's working. I know that you're, you're believing God for the house to close on, the house for your family. But while you're walking, he's working. I know that your brother, your brother had a health scare and went into the hospital. But while you're walking, he's working. I know your aunt got a bad report from the doctor. But while you're walking, he's working. Keep your head up. Keep your head up. Because while you're walking, Dave, he's working. Because he's a good God. He's a good God. Love you. Thank you. And here's the thing. Here's the thing, family. Here's the thing, family, because we're family here. While we're walking, he's working. So we get dressed, and we go to church so we can walk together. Because sometimes I don't have the courage or strength. I need somebody to walk alongside me to keep going. Keep going, Don, while you're walking, he's working. I know that while you're walking, he's working. I know that, I know that this looks this way and your husband's acting this way. But while you're walking, he's working. I know that your family got a bad report. But while you're walking, he's working. Maybe you're wondering how I'm going to move this obstacle away. You need somebody to say, I don't know. But while you're walking, he's working. Because he goes before us. And here's what I want to close. When you look at the last two scriptures, verse 7, it says the angel sits there and looks at him and says, go tell the disciples and Peter. I love that. 
Because you know what? Because he could have just said, go tell the disciples and Don. Go tell the disciples and insert your name here. And why did he single out Peter? And here's why I believe, because Peter in God's, in Jesus' greatest moment, Peter turned his back on him. And remember, Peter denied him three times when he so boldly said, I will give my life before they take your life. And yet, in the moment, when the moment came, he ran and hid and denied Jesus three times. Can I tell you, when you think you've gone too far, when you think you've done too much, where you think you've walked away from him for too long, he still calls out your name. I don't know what 2018 was for you. But you don't know what I did in 2019. I don't know what you did in 2019, but he's still calling your name. And he says, just keep walking. I don't know, but keep walking. And here's what he says. Go tell his disciples and Peter to meet me in Galilee. I'll see you in Galilee there, just as I told you. Galilee was a a place where Jesus did most of his ministry. It was a geographic location, but honestly, I don't believe they were just talking about a geographic location. It was where he did most of his ministry. It was where his mission was centered. I believe he's speaking to us today and says, go into 2019 on mission and I will meet you there. I will go before you and wait. I will see you there just like I told you. Can I tell you, I don't know what 2019 holds, but stay on mission because Jesus is there waiting for you. Jesus is waiting in 2019 for you. He's waiting at your assignment. He's waiting just like he told you, I will never leave you or forsake you. I will always be with you. I go before you making a way where there seems to be no way. I don't know what 2019 holds for you, but I know he's there. I know he's there and you will find him there. But don't quit and don't give up and don't turn back in the darkness because of the obstacles. Keep your head up and know he goes before you making a way where there seems to be no way and he will meet you there because he is a faithful God, just like he said he would. He's a good God and a faithful God. I don't know what 2019 holds, but I'm excited to go see. Because I'm excited to go see where Jesus is. I'm excited to go see him move and work. And while I'm walking, he's working. See, faith says this, that no matter what, there's a greater reality than the reality I'm in in the moment. See, people think faith is like this, this hopeful thing, like we're creating this imaginary world to escape the reality of what's happening in our world. Faith is not creating through our imagination an imaginary world and denying reality. It's admitting that there's a greater reality who is God than the current reality that we can now face and walk in. I know my problems are big. I know. Another translation, some said that stone was huge. Some said it was very large. And the women admitted themselves, we cannot move it. But here's what faith says. But I don't know. I can't move it, but God can move it. The greater reality is God is bigger than the obstacle in your life. Just keep walking and Jesus will meet you there just as he said he would. He's a good God and a faithful God. Amen. Amen. Before we get into the encounter time, I'll talk about that in just a moment. The most important thing we could do right now is give people an opportunity to to know Jesus. I mean, the empty tomb we know signifies resurrection power. He, he, He raised from the dead so that we could have new life. And that's the beginning point. There's always hope because of of the of Jesus inside of you. And so with every head bowed, every eye closed. We come to a moment, the most important thing we ever do is give people an opportunity to know Jesus as a personal Lord and Savior. And no matter what you've done in your life this last year or whatever, no matter what you've done, you've not done too much that he hasn't reaching out for you. And Peter, maybe you've never 
taken a moment to invite him in to be your savior and Lord, maybe you cannot remember a moment in time that you've asked him to come in. Well, today is your day. I'm gonna say a simple prayer of commitment. God made it simple so nobody would miss out on the opportunity, but simply this, we're gonna pray a prayer. We're not gonna have you stand, not gonna have you come forward. We're gonna pray a prayer together, a commitment prayer. We're gonna ask him to come in and to change our heart and our life. If you've never done that before, if you cannot remember a moment in time, maybe you did at grandma's one summer, today's your day, and you would say, Pastor, could you include me in that commitment prayer? I want to invite Jesus into my heart and my life to be my Savior and Lord. If that's you this morning, can I just see your hand? Let me just see your hand this morning. Let me just see your hand. Thank you, thank you, thank you. God bless you, God bless you. Hands everywhere, thank you, God bless you. Amen, amen. Don't miss out on today. Don't miss out on today. One more time as I look around, anybody else, take the opportunity right now to get your life where it needs to be with Jesus before you move forward. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. Amen. All right, everyone, put your hands down. If you're here this morning and you've prayed that prayer before, but it seems like he's a million miles away and you've drifted away from the things of God and you've not followed him like you should, and you'd say, Pastor, could you include me? I want to make sure as I finish this year, I want to get that right I want to start this next year off with my head up. No matter what the obstacles are, I want to get my life right back on track with the things of God. Could you include me in that prayer? If that's you this morning, could you just raise your hand? Also, let me see that. Thank you. Amen, amen. Hands everywhere. Amen, amen, amen. Everyone, put your hands down. Look up for just another moment. Thank you so much. I'm going to pray a prayer of commitment. Like I said, the power in the prayer is praying it from your heart. In fact, I'm going to ask all of us to pray it, whether we raise our hand or not. Let's pray this prayer together. But know that the power is that you attach your heart to it, and God sees your heart and does what only he can do. Change is transform you from the inside out. So if you would pray this prayer all together with me from the bottom of our heart, let's let God do what God does. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I believe Jesus is your son. Sent to the earth to die on a cross and then go to a grave and rise again in victory. So Jesus, thank you for coming. Thank you for dying. Thank you for paying for my sin. And thank you for rising again so I can be free. So Jesus, I ask you now, come into my heart, come into my life, forgive me of my sin, be my Savior and Lord, now and forever. I receive you now, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen, God's a good God, amen. He's a faithful God. He's a faithful God. He's a faithful God. He's got a great plan for your life, a great plan for your life. You can trust him with everything. We hope that you enjoyed this message. You can find more messages and information about Tree of Life Church at treeoflifechurch.org. We'd like to invite you to come visit us at 5513 IH35 South in New Braunfels, Texas, or you can watch us on live stream. Thank you again for listening.